0: Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our show today is brought to you by Farmland Foods. Breakfast is served. Our guest today is Brian Toon. He's the vice president of sales for Warty, which is a technology startup that's focused on streamlining and connecting the fashion and the film industry. He spent 15 years with Sprint in senior management roles, and he delivered e-commerce and client care solutions before leading their business development team for National Accounts. Brian joined Warty, which is a division of Contra Software, in 2013. And he's currently, as I said, the company's VP of sales. Welcome to the show today, Brian.
1: Morning, thanks for having me.
0: Oh, absolutely. What's Warty? Well, Great it, name, by the way, Warty.
1: Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's short for wardrobe department. Okay. Um, so, and as you mentioned in the beginning, Warty is really a, a suite of technologies that it's really all around connecting costume designers, custom design professionals. Um, and the fashion industry. So um, it's, again, we, we've got a, a suite of different tools that are coming out over the next year or so. We have one product that's in market already, which is the Wordy Production Studio, mm-hmm. which is essentially a tool to help streamline the processes for costume design professionals in the entertainment industry. Um, and that's where we started
0: and you mentioned you've got a second group or a second set of products coming out is that the storefront
1: it, it is we we actually have um you know really the Wardy production studio is just the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. so um, that we launched that product this last spring um, again it's targeted directly at costume design professionals and it's all around business productivity um, later in 2015 we do have the Wardy storefront uh, which is coming coming to the table. And we'll be able to get into a lot more details as we get a little bit closer. But, you know, it's really all about how do you help um, a fashion designer or a, or a brand get more exposure to their brand, help to build that identity. And then, again, how do you make those connections between the costume design industry and the entertainment industry and fashion design?
0: What inspired you and your team? Uh, you're in sales, uh, and, and we don 't have the founder here today, but you 've been with the company since pretty much the beginning, from what I understand. What inspired this concept, and why did you decide to get
1: involved? So you know you flash back a couple of years ago, Chris Palmer. Um, is our CEO, and he also happens to be a personal friend and a, and a neighbor of mine. And, and he, he rounded up some guys um, to start talking through some ideas. And really, you know, Chris is uh, not ashamed to admit he's, he's kind of a fashionista. He's, he's big into fashion. And so we started looking at those connections between what's going on today in film and in the entertainment industry and fashion and the influence that that the entertainment industry and costume designers are having on upon trends in fashion. So, we started doing a little digging what are the tools available today? How are those connections made? What What's happening in between these two between these two um, industries that are already very well connected? But what we found was there was a lack of technology. There really wasn't anything there to help facilitate those transactions to help build the um, the connections between those two groups. So we we sat down actually literally in an empty office space and started trying to come up with reasons not to do this to find find uh, the the failure in our logic. And it just never happened. And the more we dug in. The more we saw the need, the more we saw the opportunity, um, and our ideas just kept kept steamrolling until we got to a point that we said we have to do this.
0: It's mm-hmm. a very interesting approach because too often entrepreneurs are chastened by other professionals because they they only want to see the positive side of things and and they're so convinced the idea is going to work. But to start with the opposite premise that oh, what, what what could go wrong here? You know, what, what, why should we not start it? It's kind of novel, I think.
1: It is. Well, and it speaks to Right. Chris's background. Um, at IBM, he was an architect, and a lot of what he did over over a decade was really focused on uh, business productivity. So, you know, the, the challenge you face, whether you're building houses or you're designing costumes in the entertainment industry, are, are very similar in terms of analyzing what's being done today and looking for opportunities to make it better. And that's really where, where Chris's background came into play. And I'd spent some time doing that in one of my previous lives as well. And the, the lead team is really well-rounded. So we have a lot of experience from a lot of different areas that, that that helped kind of really dig deep into this and try to find out what was missing and mm-hmm. how we can make it better.
0: Exactly. Uh, so, so you decided to move forward. You couldn't find any reasons why not to. What was the experience? I mean, it's, it's a couple of year old company, but what's what's been the experience of building a company like Wardy? What's that been like for all of you?
1: It, you know it's it's been really interesting you know one one of the things you we we thought might be a problem in the beginning is being a Kansas City based company essentially working with the primarily LA from an entertainment standpoint right. and then New York from a fashion standpoint and of course you have crossover between the two but being a Kansas City based uh, startup looking at two industries you know on on complete opposite ends of the country so you know I, I think it's just it, reiterates the point that this truly is a global marketplace, that if you have a good idea, it doesn't really matter where you are. Um, in addition to the fact that we, we actually have a thriving fashion design um, industry here in Kansas City that's really starting to make Drawing, a comeback. yes. Yeah, in the 1950s, uh, Kansas City's garment industry was, I believe, even in the top two of, of industries that are coming out of Kansas City um, You've seen a resurrection of that as well with things like the 18th Street Fashion Show Mm -hmm. um, and the Kansas City Fashion Week as well. Um, and then of course we have uh, Matt Baldwin who's a local fashion designer right. with his storefront down on the plaza who's not only uh, making a lot of headway as a fashion designer but he's also a lead consultant on the wardy team and has been involved with us from the very beginning. What a cool. So wow. yeah, he's he's really helped us kind of navigate the ways to understand the challenges that we're going to face understanding some of the personalities, uh, helping us understand how to build our brand uh, on top uh, on t- in addition to just being a heck of a good guy. He's, he's a great guy to have around.
0: Right. I know that one of the things that uh, you in particular are big on is the user experience. This is technology-based uh, outfit, and so no pun intended there, uh, this is technology-based. So when you say that you are, are very concerned with or very focused on the user experience, what are some of the things with Wordy that, that make it a great user
1: experience? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, part of that just goes into taking a very complex problem and boiling it down so that it's a very easy step-by-step transaction. Um, you know, the, the greatest piece of feedback that we have ever get any that we do a demo or a training session for Rorty is when users get 10, 15 minutes into the process and we see them typing and going really quickly and we walk around and look and they're 20 steps ahead of where we are, which just proves the point that we've done a good job of making, again, a very complex mm-hmm. problem very, very simple. Um, from a usability standpoint, if, if we want to break down and look at the, the very first thing that a costume designer or a costume supervisor is going to do on the project and kind of what the Wardy Production Studio brings to the table is, the first step is the costume designer needs to break the script down. And it's really going through a long script and taking out piece by piece every scene the scene heading and some other information, whether it's shot inside or outside, and what day the shoot's gonna take place, and then pulling every character out. And then you start to get an idea of what that script looks like once it's broken down. How many costumes you're going to need, and starting to build an estimate. It's it's very much like a like a project manager in a mm-hmm. lot of other industries.
0: It's fascinating. It I is. Mean, you, you, you'll never watch a movie the same again after hearing this explanation.
1: It has everything has changed for me. I watched it. I watched uh, consume content, all media, in a very very different way now. Um, so th- one of the things that Wardy brings to the table is you take that same script. You upload it into the system, and we we essentially parse through it Pull out the important pieces of information, that scene heading in the characters, and what would normally take a costume designer for a long script, as much as an entire weekend, happens in a matter of seconds in Warty, which really allows the costume designer to focus more time on their art, mm-hmm. more time on their craft, and less time on the paperwork. There are a lot of other examples, but at the core of it, it's the ability to enter that information once, using technology, taking photos with your iPhone, whether it's fitting photos or continuity photos, to make sure that that the actor who has a torn sleeve, that it's torn in the exact same place in a scene scene further uh, later in the production cycle. So it's really all about maximizing their time, again, and allowing them more time to be able to focus on their art and on their craft.
0: How do you get traction with something like this? You mentioned being in Kansas City, you thought that might be an obstacle, but you did have to get the attention uh, in New York and in L.A. How, How did you get the traction with this?
1: So it really all starts with Matt Prince, who's on the lead team, who is a former filmmaker um, and, and a heck of a guy, and he he brought to the table a lot of a lot of connections and partnerships in LA in the entertainment industry. Um, that that's really where we started. From the very very beginning, we knew that we couldn't do this without some costume designers on board, um, consultants on part of the team, really helping us understand what it is that their ch- what what their challenges are today. So the we, we went out to L.A. and started inter- interviewing costume designers and as well as bringing them here. So it was really that grassroots effort of having those co- early consultants involved and helping us make connections with other costume designers. You know, we literally started in the beginning renting a house in Hollywood and inviting costume designers to the house to do one-on-one demos. Mm-hmm. And now that's grown to to training sessions in um, where we have to rent space. So uh, we just launched in the uh, spring time frame and we're already at over 200 costume design professionals using the system and while that doesn't sound like a very big number no, I think a, it
0: sounds phenomenal
1: it it's a very small market you know we're talking mm-hmm. about we've already we already have about 25% of the costume designer skilled in LA mm-hmm. so uh, again massive growth already which has been exciting but it was all very grassroots it was one one conversation at a time
0: but it sounds like something that people were just waiting for uh, from the reaction that you described that you've already got 200 signed up and uh, what what have been some of the obstacles? Did you get feedback? Have you been getting feedback to make the next iteration of it better, or or how's it, that going? It, it's
1: it's constant improvement. Yeah. You know, one one of the the things that we haven't talked about is that because of some of the future. Um, work that we're doing with the studios and some unique partnerships is we're able to offer this software for free. Hmm. So costume design professionals are already working on very limited budgets within the productions. So they simply don't have the money to go out and buy um, and and spend, spend a lot of dough. So we knew that by offering this for free, uh, we'd be able to, to get more utilization. But in terms of, Um, of making it better, constant improvement. I mean, I'll leave here today, and I'll go back, and we'll test another thing that's Mm -hmm. going to go in this weekend and making another improvement. It's uh, improvements on a weekly basis based on feedback from our users and what we're hearing.
0: With that, we're going to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about some of the maybe famous people that are using this right now. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
1: Breakfast. Time to bring your family together over thick-cut, slow-smoked farmland bacon. and savory, delicious farmland breakfast sausage.
0: Every strip, every patty and link brings the sizzle.
1: Breakfast is served. Come and get it. Farmland. Passion for pork since 1959.
0: Passion is an important part of owning a business. Unfortunately, so is paperwork, unless you have Shopkeep point of sale. Shopkeep runs transactions, tracks inventory, and more. Plus... Free live, American-based support is available at any time. Shopkeep takes the busy work out of business and lets you do what you love. And Shopkeep is just $49 per month with no long-term contracts. Now, Shopkeep can help you become EMV-compatible and accept mobile payments with a free chip card reader and 50% off point-of-sale hardware. Visit shopkeep.com forward slash smart to learn more. That's shopkeep.com forward slash smart. Shopkeep, smarter business. restrictions apply. Visit shopkeep.com forward slash smart for details.
1: Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, and of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the Treat Stare intuitive and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles are ah, the happy dance so common with this group but really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like satchmo is to meet one visit the shelterpetproject.org today adopt brought to you by maddie's fund the humane society of the united states and the ad Adel- council
0: Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here this morning with Brian Toon. He's the VP of sales for Warty, a technology startup that's focused on streamlining and connecting the fashion and film industries. We've been talking here about the inspiration for Warty and about your business model. And I think the question that is just begging to be asked is if you're giving this away for free, how are you making any money on this?
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's a great question and um I I think as time goes on it will become more apparent on exactly how we're how we're planning to move forward but the reality is we have some unique partnerships that we're already looking looking at with some of the studios. Um, and in, again, we've got a storefront, um, the Warty storefront that's coming out later this year. Um, there's some revenue opportunities within that product as well, um, looking again at how do you better connect fashion designers and costume design professionals. And then as time goes on, again, I think our business model will be uh, a, l- a little more evident. But uh, we're working with some of the studios um, a- across TV and film and, and have some, some pretty novel ideas on how to how to make some money
0: it just sounds like we'll have to have you back to talk with us when you get to that sounds point good to me. Then. <laughs> okay this concept uh, we see in other industries uh, similar types of concepts where you're matching different people within the industry uh, and collecting data and it, it just surprises me that nobody's done this in the fashion and film industries do you ever pinch yourself and think what am I missing here you know um, why why hasn't anybody done it
1: you know we did that a lot in the beginning and that was again part of that process where we sat in that in that empty room talking about what the opportunity is and why this hasn't happened before and what became evident as we started started down this path is that the technology and the tools needed to help costume design professionals do their job is a very complex job that they do um they there's there's a lot of time and effort that goes into it there are a lot of different reports there are a lot of very complex scenarios um and it's why it took us a while to build that out you know we we've, we've been in business for a couple of years now and that entire time we've dedicated ourselves to making a productivity tool essentially for costume design professionals that works
0: yeah um
1: and and, and it is it's, they they have a very tough job in addition to being artists so we were trying to take as much of that uh, repetitive, that tough job part out of it, and let them again focus on their art.
0: Sure, to to let that creative uh, space be be where they're playing more than than they are on the the technical and the administrative side. It sounds like uh, who are some of your more notable clients? Any, anybody that our listeners would recognize?
1: Yeah, you know, one of our most exciting costume designers that we've had on board from from early on in the process is a Kansas City native, Jenny Egan, uh, who's worked on shows like True Detective, but she's also um, nominated for an Emmy uh, this year for Olive Kitteridge. She, she's a wonderful human being and she's a great person to have on the team um, she's helped us out tremendously and she's again helping us make some connections um, we also have some, some other big names in, in, in the costume design industry like Denise Wingate who um, worked on Melrose Place um, we, we we've got a great uh, great team of consultants like I said that have been been involved from the very very beginning um, and really helped us pave the way to understanding what the need is
0: well it sounds like you're making the connections that you need to to make let's talk- Talk a little bit about that second platform. We've touched on it just a little bit, but Warty Storefront, which you plan to launch or unveil later in 2015. Tell us about yeah. that.
1: You know, similarly to the costume designers platform, we we spent a lot of time and effort looking at what the opportunity and the need is for fashion designers as well, um, both in terms of just overall productivity and how they manage their day-to-day business, as well as how do they connect those dots and how do they make those connections with the costume designer, the entertainment industry. So Matt Baldwin, again, was instrumental in helping us understand the challenges that, that are in that environment today, what those opportunities might be. Be. So um, we'll be able to give a lot more details as we get a little bit closer, but, but the, long, the long and the short of it is it's a tool that helps fashion designers expose their brand, build their brand, and connect to the TV and entertainment industry.
0: Okay. So again, just another generation, another uh, useful thing for the industry. Talk to us about the intersection between fashion and entertainment.
1: Yeah. You know, you've, you've seen it for a long time now, um, particularly on contemporary pieces where costume design professionals, costume designers are influencing um, the growth of particular fashions based on 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 um, what's in their shows and what's in their productions. Uh, a great example of that was Mad Men, you mm-hmm. know, re- revitalizing that look. Um, and you saw Banana Republic with an incredibly successful line all around Mad Men. Um, you've seen it on other shows as well, like Scandal, having a line at Limited, and now recently announced is that Fifth Avenue has a unique partnership with the show Empire. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing more and more of that happening on a day-to-day basis basis um, and and so we believe that there was again an, an opportunity and a need to help how do you connect how do you make that process reproducible how do you how do you catch lightning in a bottle on a regular basis and so essentially that's what we set out to do
0: and and we'll be seeing more of your products enroll that will help with that connection it sounds like you've exactly. got me you've got me curious now I'm gonna be watching you what about expansion I we talked about product expansion but geographically you said that you were able to start in Kansas City that did turn out to be the impediment you thought that it might be but do you will you be able to stay based here will you need to move to the coast or at least have a presence a physical presence there on the coast
1: you know the idea is to to stay here in kansas city there will be a presence on both coasts Mm -hmm. Um, you know we are in la on a fairly regular basis um, and as we move into the storefront we'll likely be in new york on a regular basis as well Um, but the the, again there'll be a presence but we always anticipate having that that headquarter right here in kansas city on on the lee summit side
0: if somebody wanted to follow you, if somebody wanted to go out and find out more about what you're doing now, even, how would they do that?
1: Yeah, the easiest way is just to go to our, our website, which is wartyapp.com.
0: Yeah, wartyapp.com. Go out there, and it uh, sounds like even in the next few weeks, uh, coming months, you're going to be uh, treating us to some new new products, so... Congratulations on everything that you've accomplished. I, I know that it sounds almost to some degree like you've been herding cats in addition to the whole technology piece that, that the the number of people involved here has... Been a tremendous task,
1: so it was. It was definitely daunting. Um, and again, with any startup, you're doing it with a lim- limited number of resources yes, yes and, are. and time. It was. It was interesting for me to to have gone from a, a very big company where there was somebody that was assigned to a very specific task to a place where if you want something done, you kind of have to do it yourself. Um, so it's been an exciting process for everybody. Um, and and like I said, we've we've made a lot of momentum and a lot of progress in a short amount of time. And um, we're really looking forward to the future. The the studio. Um, um, tool that we have in the market right now. is just the tip of the iceberg.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like you're having a lot of fun. We are. <laughs> Congratulations again. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.